0: against production. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Six Feet six Under. Six Feet Under podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever this message reaches you, listening to another episode of Six Feet Under podcast, I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's going on, y'all? What's happening? What's bragging? What's shmacking? What's What's poppin'? Poppin'? Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good in the neighborhood? Welcome back to the 6300 Podcast. I... Your five foot nine, host, Uncle Pooche. Yes, me. I said that once. I'll say it again. I'll say it three times, my friend, because success, well, it's the cousin to repetition. And the cousin to repetition is success. So we got to repeat ourselves over and over again for you to remember who we are until we win. Nah, man, I'm just playing. Welcome back to the 6300 Podcast, man. This is not a podcast. It's actually a dinner table. You're sitting down, breaking bread with me, Uncle Pooche, as we sit around and we talk. You probably wonder why you're coming to me because I'm a man with the master plan who can never keep a $1,000 in his hand. Yes, that's me. Uncle Poochay, but no, you're here coming to me because you don't want the best advice. <laughs> no, 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 no. You come to me because you want the realest advice. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you, Sister Johnson. Frank is not here today, so family, I ain't even gonna hold you, man. I am happy to see you again. I'm so sorry this episode is coming to you late. I'm so sorry this episode is coming to you later than usual, but it's here, so have no fear. But no, man, thank you for welcome back. Um, honestly, with the episode being delayed, it's actually going to be the purpose of the conversation. I'm sorry, the topic of the conversation that we're going to get into today. Uh, talking about being delayed, because as some of you may know who we'll keep up and uh, don't keep up, because I mean, it's always everywhere, um, we had a holiday that just passed. Yeah, man, Easter just passed. And you know, your boy Uncle P is down with GOD. Yeah, you know me. sorry shout out to Sister Act 2 and if you don't know what I'm referring to you are too young to talk to me um today I am rolling solo my co-host is out doing great things as she is a talented individual in the world um she just uh got booked for another show to do in the Hollywood area Hollywood Hollywood area and uh she's I believe I don't know man I think she's practicing or she's about to go perform or whatever whatever but no she's not here today she's uh doing her stuff we out here man we be making moves i told you guys we be making moves out here but no we uh it's just your uncle pete man just like we usually used to be just doing it kicking it on the podcast today but as i said i want to talk to you about uh, ideology that came to me well more so a um a thought process a think piece uh episode idea i guess you could say that came to me yesterday while i was getting my uh, good word in yesterday listening to uh the uh reverend pastor fisher of uh kyle's temple church in the sacramento oak park area that is where your boy you know that's that's my church man that's where i get down at least that's my church in california um i have a church and in um, uh, Memphis that uh, I love to attend. But unfortunately, generally when I attend it now, it's usually for funerals. That's uh, St. Saint, Saint Augustine. But I attend Cal's Temple Church. And I will tell you what, man, I heard one of the best, 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 best sermons I ever heard in my life yesterday. And I don't say that to just boost this man up because he's my pastor. I don't say that to boost this man up because this man is from the South like me. I don't say that to boost this man up because he's an intelligent black man like myself. (laughs) I say that because it was really good. And it was, it was everything I actually needed considering um, semi-bad news I got today with semi-bad things that have been happening. And I say bad with air quotes because it's not really bad. I wouldn't consider it bad because bad is subjective. And if I can fix it, it's not bad. It's just life. But yeah, man, delay and delay processes is something we're going to talk about today. So let's get in it. How you going to be late? God, I've been serving you 45 years. Lord, I've been coming to church, going to all this stuff, praying. How you going to be late for me? How you going to delay me and I'm watching the folk that around me that I don't, don't even believe you getting what I asked for. The delay, listen to me, the delay is deliberate. Can you say that with me? The delay is deliberate. What you just heard so, so effervescently, so clearly, so Um, I don't know what other $10, $15 college words I can use right now, but what you just heard so clearly was the voice of my pastor, Pastor Reverend Fisher, Uh, Mr. Fisher, however you want to address him, he is a man, he is a man with a good plan, and uh, I've been listening to this man talk easily about three years now. I could, I, I want to say give or take. I know he's been getting at it for about 11 years, I saw him post him say, But yeah, Pastor Fisher. And as you heard him say, man, sometimes the, the delivery, you know, the delay, sorry, the delay in the delivery. And uh, I could be butchering my man's words. I'm so sorry, because he's a lot smoother and uh, a lot fluent in his wordplay than I am. But with all that being said, I wanted to come to you all today and talk about the delay and the importance of the delay. Because sometimes the delay is much needed. Sometimes the delay is what brings you the success. Sometimes the the delay is why you are and will be the greatest blank that you ever want to be. And when I say blank, it's whatever you want to be. The delay is the reason why. Case in point, we all are adults here. At least I've looked at my statistics and the majority of the people who listen to my show, sorry, I got to take a sip of water, are adults, They're all adults, at least what is called an adult illegally considered an adult in the United States of America. Although we stream in multiple countries, I know that generally the age of uh, considered to be adult is 16 in a lot of states and uh, I'm sorry, states in some countries. Um, while, uh, you know, in United States of America, it is 18. But what we don't realize, though, with that ideology of being an adult, at a young age, at least I could say we don't realize, is how important patience is. Because realistically, patience, i found, is important. Not only because it's just important to understand that you just don't get what you want when you want it, but it's also important in your training to success. Let me clarify that. I am not very patient. My patience is very thin. I once heard uh, shout outs to Mitch SMG. I once heard him say, I have the patience of baby hair. My patience is thin as baby hair. I think that's what he exactly said. And he does not, he doesn't like being patient and I don't like being patient either. I hate being patient. I want what I want now. It's my money. I need it now. No, but seriously. I, I I suck at having patience. My patience is thin. And so when things are delayed for me, I get very, very upset. When things don't go the way I want, I get very, very aggravated. But shameful admission. I had to work on it. A lot of things left me. A lot of things that I had... Are gone. A lot of things that are important, I am working to get back because in some ways I was blessed with them at an early age and I did not take the um, appreciation of these things to its highest limit. I didn't appreciate a dang thing, let me say that. And so with me not appreciating nothing, I lost everything. Now, Luckily, I didn't lose my life, I didn't lose my freedom, I didn't lose my ability to vote, so therefore I don't have any felonies or whatnot, but I lost a good amount of things. You know, you guys hear me joke about my hairline a lot and how the hairline parable episode I dropped, if you guys haven't heard, that, go listen back to it, it was like two or three uh, episodes ago, but I talked about how I lost my hairline and I should I have never, I should have never even been in that position to lose my hairline because I should have been a man I should have been a man about my situation and known that when I was asking people, hey, does my hairline look like it's thinning? And people said, no, it looks fine. I should have took the responsibility of being like, no, I know it's thinning. I need to do something about it. But my patience, you see, I didn't want to go through a process to get my hairline back. So I lost it. To bring it back even more, I had a car. I've had multiple cars. Some of these cars, actually, all of these cars have been wrecked. In some ways, they were my fault. In other ways, they were other people's fault. But- it just is what it is. That being said, I never had the patience to understand that maybe I should sit down and not be driving around and ripping and running around the city and doing all these stupid things. See, I didn't understand that patience is what was going to make me a better man. So when things got delayed, when the delivery was delayed, I personally could not deal with having to be patient so i rushed through things i rushed through uh relationships i rushed i rushed friendships i rushed through job opportunities i rushed because i needed to get to where i wanted to get to and i had no patience and as god is my witness and god obviously is my witness because he saw everything i didn't accomplish a dang thing when i had no patience you have to embrace the delay. You have to embrace the process. You have to embrace the journey of all of this. I got some mildly bad news, but not really bad news. You know, I'll be for real. I'm you, my family, I'm, I'm, gonna, be, I'm gonna be real with you. I I I had what I thought was an opportunity in a job that seemed like a slam dunk. And for all the reasons, I thought I was going to get this job. I thought that I was going, this was going to put me in a place. I was going to start making more money than I had ever made in my life. And I was going to be put in a place doing things that I loved, doing things that I wanted to do. And this was, quote unquote, for lack of better words, going to be my dream job. I was slated and elated. I knew I had it. And up until 1130 this morning, I was riding on cloud nine because I just knew a phone call would be coming in and I would be getting it. And I would be getting that job. And then after I got that job, it was smooth sailing. Well, that call did come today. It came at 1130 and they said, nah. We decided to go in a different direction. I would like to say I was crushed. I would like to say I was I was, um, broken. But I must honestly admit to you, I was none of those things. Because, as my pastor said yesterday, the delay, the delay in the delivery, it's needed. The delay in the delivery is needed. Again, I'll say it again, the delay in the delivery is needed. And I know some of y'all are like, why do you keep repeating this? I just want you all to understand the reason why. We are not getting some of the things we want is because it needs to be delayed for a better time. I can't get some of the things, I'm sorry, let me back that up. I couldn't get some of the things now back then that I really wanted. Some of the things I really wanted back previously in my life, now I don't want anything to do with but. I understand that the blessings, the opportunities, these chances that I am getting are all because of my newfound understanding in two things, faith, my faith, and my new understanding of patience. And understanding that the delay is not, um, it's not, I'm, I'm not being punished because I'm not where I'm I I feel like I'm supposed to be. First and foremost, where am I supposed to be is where God wants me to be. Let me just tell y'all that. I have no problem being whatever I am and whoever I am over the next course of my. Life, whatever whatever the term of my life is, I no problem with it because I understand my foundations, I understand my morals, and I understand the process of patience. There is blessings amongst blessings with the delay and the delivery, and I understand that now that with me not getting that opportunity, with me getting passed up, with me not making that newfound income, with me having to go back to doing the things that I've been doing to survive in Los Angeles, that is just. Part of the story. My co-host, Queen Amanda B, she said to me today when I told her, "Like, hey man, you know, I didn't, um, I didn't get the opportunity I thought I was going to get, and you know, I was a, I was a shoe in." She looked at me and said, "Hey, that's just part of the journey. That's just part of the journey. You won't. This is just more you can write about, and when it comes down to it, you'll be able to tell them that you, you were, you were part of this journey. And you know, that's the truth, man." It, it can't, I, I can't, I can't speak enough about the delay and how important your delay and your delivery is because when you really look at your delay, what the delay now has taught me, seriously, what the delay now has taught me is that if it is for me, it will always be there for me. I have not lost a thing. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I've not lost a thing or a person that is not supposed to be gone. That goes for people dead and alive. Because for those who are dead, no disrespect, that was their time. And that is it. Just as I am here speaking to you today, one day I will be gone. And at that point, hey, I'm supposed to be gone, guys. Don't hold on to me because I will not hold on to you. I'm not supposed to be on this world, in this earth realm, and this in this reality forever. So once I I lack being here in the physical form, I understand That this is now the delivery. I've been delivered somewhere else. I look at life now. And I look at the delay in things. And I look at. I look at my life. And now I'm very thankful for the mistakes. Maybe this is 30. Maybe this is what 30 is supposed to feel like. I am okay with my mistakes. Because I am okay. With understanding that that built my patience, it built my 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 understanding for why my my grace and my um, my opportunities were being delayed because they weren't necessarily just being delayed because it wasn't the right time it was being delayed because you know I wasn't I wasn't ready, I was not ready. And so with with all that being said, at the end of the day, I I I, I just want you all to understand that right now if i could be so transparent with you i live in um a city on the outskirts of los angeles it's a pretty nice city it's cool man i don't really care like what's nice is subjective what's bad subjective so i don't like saying words like that but whatever One like, second. let me sip this water but yeah i live on the outskirts of los angeles and one thing i think i think one thing that keeps people coming back to my show um is my transparency and how i've been told that uh I I quote unquote, keep it real. No one actually says keeping it real anymore. I don't think we still don't say it to me when keeping it real goes wrong. But no, um, what I think people like about it is I'm like very transparent and just being like, Hey man, like this is what my life is like. And, um, I live on the outskirts of, uh, Los Angeles, Los Angeles right now. And the one thing I like about my show now it's, it's now is pretty much chronicling my days as a starving artist. I mean, previously I was always a starving artist, but I always joked about how I was living in my mom and dad's basement. And as I always said, it was a nice basement. So it wasn't like I was struggling. I was just, you know, I was living downstairs and that was, that was life. And I was trying to get my crap together, but now I'm a starving artist, fully committed to the, the process because I'm in the Southern California area where many people come to quote unquote make it. And for the most part, to some people, it looks like I'm making it to some people. I look like I'm just trying to chase a dream. And I'll tell you something. To both of those people, you are right. And to both of those people, you are wrong. Because making it, well, I don't really know what that is. I don't I don't really know what making it is because even when I get to a space in a place of financial stability, I'm going to still want more. It's just been my problem my whole life. I've never been able to settle but for those who think i'm just chasing a dream i would tell you i'm not chasing a dream i'm not doing anything but what i feel like god intended me to do i've tried to run away from this destiny in my life for a long time i've tried to hold my tongue and be the person that works in the office that doesn't say anything. I've tried to dress myself up as a good old boy who just says, yes sir, yes sir, massa, yes sir, no sir, no ma'am, yes ma'am. Yeah, I tried to dress myself up as a good boy. I even went against the grain and, and demanded, you know, change in the establishment. Cogs in the machine. I tried to change things around and for the, every situation, I got my black butt fired. I mean my butt was fired every time. But what I was really was doing is I was just delaying my delivery of who I really wanted to be, who I really want to be, and what I really want to do. So I don't really think about chasing a dream. You chasing a dream, it's a pipe dream. It's something you think you want to do, and you 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 want to tell people you want to do it, and you're going to do it. I ain't telling y'all nothing, but I am telling y'all what's going on. I, Keith Bernard Johnson Jr., a.k.a. Uncle Puche the son, Pooch to others, am simply trying to live out my dream. I chase nothing. Nothing is in this world needing to be chased because everything, everything comes to me. That's it. Call it manifestation, call it whatever you want to call it, but everything comes back to me. That's the good, that's the bad, that's the ugly. It all comes back to me. And all I do is just keep living. I try not to stress, although I do stress. I try not to curse, although I do curse. Sorry, I feel the sneeze coming on. But I do one thing that I don't do. I'm sorry, I do one thing that I didn't do previously is I just have patience. I get up every day. I work to a goal. I try to achieve said goal through certain actions. If these actions occur, great. If these actions cannot occur, I'm sorry, if these um if these uh results do not occur in the way I want, then hey, I shrug my shoulders. Am I sad about it? Heck yeah, I do feel bad. But hey, I have patience. I understand that this road to <laughs> success, I guess you could say. Is filled with a lot of pitholes and a lot of drop offs and a lot of, a lot of, um, just a lot of problems. But I take them on head on because, as my mother once told me, the harder it is to get into the door, the more, the more important it is for you to get through it. It's just one of those things I found that even if I just butchered her words, what I'm trying to tell you is that. Nothing that you're really wanting to go for or really wanting to achieve at a high standard is going to come easy. There used to be a guy, they used to come on to my show with me sometimes. He hosted a podcast. Um, I don't know if he's still doing it, so I'm not going to shout it out. Um, But he um, he once came over to my house when I was living with my parents and he said, yo, pooch, man, I want to do this, but it's hard. I looked at him, I said, listen, young brother, nothing in this life is hard. It's just the way you're thinking about it. Stop making life hard, man. These things are difficult. Some things are difficult in life. But when you really lean on patience and understand with consistent work, this is all just a delay and something that eventually will be delivered. Well, I guess that way, that way of thinking allows you to know that success, well, it's just on the way. You just don't got the tracking code. So <laughs> you don't know when it's going to show up. <sighs> so I guess. I guess I just got to keep working. You listen to another episode of 6 from the podcast. I am your 5 foot 9 host with Civic Scatty Ignorance, Uncle Poochie. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, like always, please, 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 a lot of peace, of kill the that's come that's coming from within you. Until next time. I am. This is Sarkaragans.